Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 3rd of August, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka CM Siddharamaya expressed concern over the Udupi district's declining health index during a review meeting here in Bengaluru. He attributed the decline to rising maternal and child mortality, causing the district to slip from the top position to 18th place. He instructed officials to take necessary steps to restore its ranking and warned of action if improvements aren't made. In other headlines, Karnataka Housing and Minority Welfare Minister BZ Zamir Ahmad Khan celebrated his 57th birthday by sponsoring the education and welfare of 29 displaced Manipur girls settled in Bengaluru. He spent time with the students at St. Teresa Educational Institutions, offering them financial aid of Rs 2 lakhs. Around 200 Manipuri students have migrated to Bengaluru, with 29 housed in Chamarajpet. In some more news, Bengaluru's Home Minister, Dr. G. Parameshwara, announced an allocation of 2,500 additional posts for the city's police to strengthen the force at various constabulary levels. The growing boundaries and population of Bengaluru have led to a staff shortage, further exacerbated by an ongoing probe into the PSI recruitment scam during the previous government's tenure. The Home Department has proposed recruiting 3,500 constables for police stations across the state except Bengaluru, awaiting approval. Up next, the Karnataka High Court instructed BBMP and Revenue Department, among others, to submit an action plan within four weeks for removing encroachments along stormwater drains in Bengaluru and taking action against erring officers. The court emphasized that enough material from reports by EMPRI, NEERI, Lakshman Rao and Justice NK Patil committees is available, urging a shift from suggestions to action. Now on to other news. Karnataka's EV industry will receive a major boost with an 8,000 crores investment for a lithium-ion battery plant near Bengaluru. International Battery Company and the state government signed an MOU for the Giga factory set to be established on 100 acres in Devanahalli. It marks Karnataka's second lithium-ion battery manufacturing facility, solidifying its position in the country's electrification and decarbonization technologies. Moving on, over 2,000 members of the Kuki community staged a protest at Freedom Park, demanding justice for Manipur conflict victims and a separate administration for Kukis. Organized by the Bangalore Unao Forum, representing Kuki associations, the event included community members from Bengaluru and those who sought refuge from Manipur's violence. Several victims, including a postgraduate student forced to leave studies and seek work in Bengaluru, shared their stories during the protest. Meanwhile, two Bengaluru college students cycled over 3,000 kilometers in 60-plus days, battling floods and typhoid to honor Cargill war martyrs at the memorial. Inspired by Army Captain Vijayan Thapar, Krishnan A, a BBA student of Ramaya College, and Peddi Sai Kaushik, studying BCom at St. Joseph's University, both NCC cadets spread awareness about sacrifices made by soldiers en route, aspiring to join the armed forces after clearing the Defence Services exam. On a different note, Lal Bagh's Independence Day flower show from August 4th to 15th will showcase an 18-foot-high floral Vidana Sauda, made of 7.2 lakh flowers as the main attraction. Additionally, a floral model of Shivapura Sauda will be displayed with 3.48 lakh chrysanthemum flowers. The show will feature approximately 29 lakh flowers and include various competitions. 
The cost of the event is estimated at rupees 2.5 crores. National news. Moving on to the national news, Hindu groups staged demonstrations in parts of Delhi protesting communal violence in neighboring Haryana. Delhi police tightened security and contained protesters on roadsides, warning against disturbing traffic or public order. Bajrang Dal members demonstrated near Nirman Vihar metro station, while VHP and Bajrang Dal planned rallies at 21 locations in the capital. The protests were sparked by the death of a Bajrang Dal functionary injured in Nu. Meanwhile, Telangana Chief Minister K. Chandrasekhar Rao clarified that his party, Bharat Rashtra Samiti, will not support either the BJP-led alliance or the opposition's newly formed INDIA in the upcoming Lok Sabha election. This statement comes as the Biju Janata Dal and YSR Congress Party have supported the Centre on the Delhi Services Bill and opposed the no-confidence motion brought by the INDIA parties against the union government. In more news, in Himachal Pradesh's Solan, heavy rain triggered a landslide, washing away a 40-metre section of the Chandigarh-Shimla Highway. Locals were stranded on the highway due to the disruption, impacting transportation and goods movement in the region. The incident caused significant inconvenience and concern for commuters and residents. Shifting our focus, Ashoka University has distanced itself from a research paper by faculty Sabhyasachi Das which suggested possible vote manipulation by the BJP in the 2019 general election. The university clarified that social media activity or public activism by faculty, students or staff in their capacity does not represent the institution's stance. The paper titled Democratic Backsliding in the World's Largest Democracy alleges targeted electoral discrimination against Muslims. International News Turning our attention to international news, India complained to Canadian authorities after an anti-India poster was found at its consulate in Vancouver. Similar posters appeared in Metro Vancouver earlier targeting India's senior diplomats. Despite prior warnings of besieging Indian missions on August 15th, the security lapse occurred. The consulate informed local contact points while the RCMP and Vancouver Police Department handled diplomatic security and local enforcement respectively. In ongoing news, the Indonesian Defence Ministry announced the procurement of 12 drones worth USD 300 million from Turkish Aerospace to bolster the country's defence system. The contract, signed on February 3rd, aims to enhance Indonesia's military equipment in terms of variety, quantity and quality. The delivery of the ANKA drones is expected before November 2025. Earlier, Indonesia sealed a deal worth USD 805 million for a dozen Mirage 2005 fighter jets from Dassault Aviation. In a recent development, the CDC highlighted a surge in leprosy cases in Florida, USA, with the state potentially becoming an endemic location for the disease. In 2020, the US recorded 159 new leprosy cases and nearly a fifth were in Florida's central region. CDC also noted that leprosy cases have more than doubled in the southeastern part of the country over the last decade. The CDC cautioned those travelling to the area. In some other news, South Korea issued its highest hot weather warning in four years as temperatures surpassed 38 degrees Celsius in some regions. The country's Interior and Safety Ministry measured an official temperature of 38.4 degrees Celsius in Yuzhu. The serious warning is triggered when the apparent temperature reaches 35 degrees Celsius or higher in at least 40% of regions. Oppressive humidity is expected to persist in the coming days. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. 
According to several reports, RBI imposed a 2,000 crore rupee fine on ONGC Videsh, Indian Oil Corporation, Gale India and Oil India Limited for not promptly reporting overseas investments. The PSUs may request an extension for the fine. The oil ministry argues that reporting responsibility lies with the authorized dealer bank SBI, which handles reporting for these four PSUs. In more business news, Reed Jobs, the son of late Apple co-founder Steve Jobs, launched Yosemite, a venture capital firm with a focus on investing $200 million in new cancer treatments. Reed, who experienced his father's cancer diagnosis at the age of 12, expressed a desire to make a significant impact through incubating innovative solutions as a venture capitalist. Next up in some tech news, Snapchat introduced the Lens Creator Rewards program for Snap AR creators in India. The initiative will reward Indian creators who use Snap AR to develop filters and AR experiences used by global Snapchat users. The rewards program offers up to $7,200, nearly 6 lakh rupees per month for top-performing lenses in India, Mexico and the US. This is open to Lens Studio community members from around 40 countries. Moving on in its 14-year history, Uber achieved its first-ever operating profit of $326 million in Q2, following generally accepted accounting principles. CEO Dara Khosrowshahi attributed the success to strong demand, new growth initiatives and cost discipline. Additionally, the company reported a net income of $394 million, a significant improvement from the net loss of $2.6 billion in the same quarter last year. In market news for August 3rd, the Sensex dropped 769.16 points, 1.16% to 65,690.15 and the Nifty fell 231.40 points, 1.17% to 19,502.10. Out of 3,286 shares, 948 advanced, 2,245 declined and 93 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee fell by 0.4% due to weak domestic markets and the impact of rising crude oil prices. Additionally, FII outflows contributed to the downward pressure on the rupee. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Ananya Pandey will star alongside Ayushman Khurana in Dream Girl 2, where she plays his romantic interest. When asked about the 14-year age gap between them at the film's trailer launch, Ananya stated that age differences have always existed in cinema and should not be a concern if actors are suitable for their roles. Dream Girl 2 releases on August 25th. In news from Hollywood, Zendaya honoured her late Euphoria co-star Angus Cloud, who passed away unexpectedly at 25 recently. In a heartfelt Instagram post, she called him a brother and celebrated his boundless light, love and joy. She expressed gratitude for knowing him and offered support to his family during this difficult time. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, Pavan Kalyan and Sai Dharamtej Stara Bro has surpassed the rupees 100 crore mark worldwide within days of its release, showcasing its strong initial impact and anticipation. However, the film experienced a noticeable drop in collections, raising concerns about its sustainability in theatres this week. The movie, directed by Samutirakani and featuring an ensemble cast, received a warm reception from fans and audiences. In sports news, India achieved their largest ever away ODI triumph against West Indies, winning by 200 runs in Taruba and securing a 2-1 series victory. This marks India's 13th consecutive ODI series win against West Indies. 
Their previous largest away victory was a 125-run win on June 27, 2019 in Manchester. In more sports updates, during a Copa Libertadores match, Fluminense's Marcelo accidentally caused a severe knee injury to Argentinos juniors defender Luciano Sanchez, breaking his leg in two. Marcelo was visibly distraught and sent off after the incident. Sanchez is expected to undergo a recovery period of 8 to 12 months following the devastating injury. Wrapping up sports news, former world number four, Kei Nishikori praised world number one Carlos Alcaraz comparing his appearance to Rafael Nadal, but noting his even greater speed. Nishikori said, I don't think we have seen anyone like Alcaraz before. Former American tennis player Jimmy Arias also added that Alcaraz possesses the offensive skills of Roger Federer and the heart of Nadal, making him a unique and formidable player. Bengalurupas. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Catch ace comic Daniel Fernandez as he headlines his latest special, The Preview Tour, performing live at Medai The Stage, Koramangla 5th Block on the 5th of August at 7pm. Attention poetry enthusiasts, witness an exclusive poetry festival, Songs of Shravana, facilitated by expert Shilpa Mudubi happening at the Grand Mercure Gopalan Mall, Old Madras Road, on the 6th of August at 2pm. Don't miss this soulful experience. Enjoy a relaxing session of yoga with the Breathwork and Somatic Healing Workshop conducted by the city's experts at the Dialogues Cafe Koramangla 4th Block on the 5th of August at 10.30am. Interested in the cinematic arts? Here's something for you. Join a beginner's class at the exclusive The Ultimate Conclave. Lights Camera Connect, happening at the Slay Coffee, Koramangla 5th Block, on the 5th of August at 11am. You can also catch resident comedian Karthik Patter in his latest outing, Married Men, performing live at Pops of Pastel, Baswanagudi, on the 5th of August at 5pm. Bengaluru Weather In a general weather update for the country, the IMD issued an orange alert for Pune, Maharashtra, with expected moderate to heavy rainfall. Other districts around Pune have yellow alerts for moderate rain. Additionally, the state government ordered alerts after IMD issued warnings for Odisha including Bhubaneswar and Katak due to heavy rainfall. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. On the 3rd of August, expect partially cloudy weather in Bengaluru with a high temperature of 29 degrees Celsius and a low temperature of 20 degrees Celsius. The heat index is estimated at 32 degrees Celsius. These temperatures align with the average maximum for August, 27.5 degrees Celsius, considering light wind and shade conditions. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute Podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.